Happiest Friday, Erev Shabbat Shalom. Today's shiur is dedicated to Nishmat Malkabat Jalinus Chanabat Shemuel Shalom Ben Eliyahu Zerubavel Ben Gabriel Tziviah Bat Mashiach Tamara Bat Mashiach Yosef Ben Nisan Liora Bat Yitzchak Sarah Bat Moshe Yehuda Ben David Binyamin Ben Yitzchak Rinat Bat Dan and Rachel Bat Azariah Baruch Hashem Dinicham Ben Ganeden and also for the Rafua Shlema of Rachel Bat Chana and Shemuel Ben Rachel and La Rafana Lahem. So mitzvah ladunol horot. We're learning about the mitzvot with a person's speech. And Pele um, Yoet says it's a mitzvah to be a judge. It's a mitzvah oh. to be a judge. And it's a mitzvah to help we're bring not, we're not justice. Allowed, we're not allowed to be judging the people. Judge, oh, this judge. is when no, there's, no, no, when no, there's no, a quarrel. It's not about an actual okay. yeah. yeah, when there's no, a quarrel. No, 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 right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course, the Pirkei says, Alti Dani don't judge yourself, right? If, right there's, on, there's only one who gets to judge himself, and that's Hashem, that's HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Uh, everybody else, their court always in Judaism has to be a minimum of three. You have a, a minimum of three to sit in a Jewish court. Also to teach the Jewish people the laws of Hashem, but what, what is the purpose of law? What are the purpose of the laws? Boundaries. Boundaries and so that society doesn't become a jungle. Right? So society doesn't become a place where might is yes, right. That's the where strongest. The strongest, the gvar, the strongest can decide whatever yeah, he wants. The strongest can decide whatever he wants. Or the run, riches. Or and, the riches. And run society in whatever corrupt way uh, he wants. What they're trying to do with, in the United States. Without, without there being any justice. <laughs> This, that's the purpose of law. The purpose of law is to give the underdog, to give the person who is a little bit weaker, uh, an equal opportunity as everybody else. The every, orphan, every other the person, orphan, the they, widow. Yeah, the there is no person who should be taken advantage of. That's the purpose of law. That is why law is there, that everybody should have a fair opportunity. And some people misuse their opportunities. Some people do have opportunities and uh, and make their own mistakes. So that's their own fault. But in, in the general sense of society, the purpose of law and the reason why you have a Torah and the reason why any society has a law is to create an, a, a fair a, a fair playing field. We should let's call it fair. I don't know if equal, equal is a is a very uh, a word you have to be careful with. Let's say fair, but to create a fair playing field. So, and it's a mitzvah to uh, save the oppressed from their oppressor, to save the, those who are abused inappropriately uh, from their abuser. Again, at the same time, right, the Torah is very clear when it comes to a judge, right? They cannot look at uh, somebody who is rich. who's rich and say, oh, you know, this person, Miskan, yeah, they have a reputation in the community and people look at them a certain way, so if we don't have mercy on him and don't tilt it in his favor, then it's going to create problems. The judge is not allowed to look at it that way. Every person has viewed equally, but also on the other side, they're not allowed to look at the poor person. They can't look at the impoverished and say, oh, you know what? This guy, he has millions and billions of dollars. What's it to him? This is, you know, the, the, okay, so the poor person did a little bit of something wrong, whatever, let's have mercy on him. It's something, it's forbidden for a judge to think like that. It's asur. A judge has to think honestly and truthfully. Right? Ashur, because sometimes it's the poor who abuses the rich. And it's true. 
Sometimes it's the employee who abuses the employer. So in every situation, the judge has to work with honesty and has to judge honestly. Honestly, we said part of this is that when a person sees a person, another person, man or woman, far away from Torah. It's a mitzvah to teach them, to teach them a mitzvot, to teach them that you're not doing, this is not what's right according to the Torah, you know, change your, change your behaviors one small step at a time, uh, but every person who does, you know, now there's an entire world dedicated to this kiruv, right, uh, to bring Jews back. Closer, back and closer and closer to the Torah. And sometimes you have to speak softly. Sometimes people have to speak a little bit louder. Some people sometimes they have to <laughs> a little bit harsher. This is what we left off with. When a person is learning Torah with a Tamir Chacham, you do not just accept everything that he says. And it's a mitzvah to ask questions. Right? What do we do? The entire night of Pesach is built on what? On, on asking What's the questions. Entire built, the entire education <laughs> yeah. system, yeah. the way we educate our children, is we say you have to ask questions. You're required to ask questions. You're, you're inquired to have that curiosity and that desire to know the truth that you will search until you find a, an answer, answer that satisfies you. You don't just accept what they say. You search and you search, give me an answer that makes sense. Of course, like we said yesterday, that doesn't mean be like Korach. There's some people that say that the, you know, they, they just act to make a machloket. They just ask to make problems. To create a confusion. No, that's, create that's a not what he's saying. That's not what Beilowitz is saying. And he's saying mitzvah litvah, but he's saying that um, it's a mitzvah for a person to be curious. It's to a mitzvah clarity, to, to desire the truth. I want to know the truth. And if the explanation d- does not satisfy me yet, to continue asking and to continue searching for that truth. And furthermore, we've touched upon this in the Rambam before. The Torah says, if, you're, if, uh, if your friend sinned towards you or your friend did something wrong towards you, do not hold it in your heart, the Torah says. Say something to them. Either oh, you, you have say, either you should say so one of two options one of two options either it's something that's small enough or a person has a strong enough heart that you can give, let it go it and you can give it up and it doesn't matter to you and it doesn't bother you and you're not going to hold it against him or say something to him or it says don't hold it in your heart don't keep it inside your heart and and on this in, in next week's parasha the Chachamim, they praised the brothers. It was one praise that they had, even though the brothers um, hated Yosef. They hated Yosef over the dreams that he had against him. But it says, They could not speak to him peacefully. Yosef was also aware that they were not happy with him. Yosef knew. Right? They stay because of their attitude towards him. They did not keep it in their heart and secretly... Uh, Hate it. They showed it. They were they were honest and they were they were open about the fact that they were frustrated with their brother. So the Torah says, Lo tisnada, don't hate them in your heart. Let them know. At least they have an opportunity. Maybe sometimes it's just a misunderstanding. Maybe they made a mistake. Maybe they weren't aware of your sensitivities. But the key here is do not hold it and don't keep it in your heart. And they don't know that you're upset. They don't know that's that bad. they that's did something, and then it builds up and it builds you know, up and builds they, up, they, and then one day they're gonna do again the same thing to to, the, to other people. Yeah, so it's that's a very it's a, so it's a very important rule 
for friends, it's a very important rule in Shalom Bay. It's very important. Don't hold things in your heart. Rather, either say it to him. Why did you do this? Explain it to me. I just want to understand. Just look at me. Why did you do this? Did you know that it bothered me? Did you know that it hurt me? And through that, you can potentially even bring peace. You can even bring shalom. However, yes, there is also, on the other hand, you also have to consider. Um, it does say in Mishle, It says, do not give rebuke to a scoffer. Meaning, do not give rebuke to a foolish person. He's just going to come to hate you more. Yeah. There are some people who cannot receive rebuke. It's in the end of the Pasuk that he doesn't quote here. It's, uh, give rebuke to a wise person and he will love you. Meaning a person with chokhmah, he loves to hear his errors. He loves to hear when he makes a mistake they, because I can learn. You can teach me more. I can grow and I can be better from it. But But if you have a scoffer, you have a person that has an ego, um, be careful. It might not be wise to rebuke him. Correct. Right? Because he's just going to hate you for no reason he's yes. going to hate and you. Then he's for gonna... no reason he's going to use this as an excuse. Oh, you see? You see? You said it. You see? You right. You know, you have a rough and stubborn personality, you have an arrogant, arrogant, rough and stubborn personality, and he's not going to accept what you have Don't to say. Don't even bother. Don't even bother. He says, just let it go from your heart, forgive him, forgive him, and then leave him. Try to avoid him, try to avoid her. Try to avoid in the, him. In the, in the, in the, in the, at the end, they add this... That you can yes. forgive everybody. Yes. Forgive, forgive yes. everybody. We, we pray to every, Hashem. Every day. Yes. I forgive so, yeah. everybody yeah. did anything bad to yeah. me. Yeah. I leave him. It's a powerful tefillah. Let my soul be like the dirt. Let my soul be like the dust. What does it mean? Let my soul be like the dust. Right? Somebody hits, somebody pushes, somebody steps on me. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. What happens to the dust? People people walk on the dirt all day. It moves from a little bit from here to there. People who walk on the dirt all day. What happens? Nothing. Nothing happens to it. Nothing. Their shoes get dirty. It doesn't complain, doesn't say anything. And as some of the commentaries beautifully say, after 120, what happens? And the, the person who is walking on the ground ends up under the ground. The ground ends up on top. Without saying anything, without complaining, without yelling, without, without teaching you a lesson, it just stays there. I'm just here. He says, but if you know you have a chance that he might listen to you or he might hear you or she might hear you or she might listen to you, it's an obligation to, to say something in a sensitive way. The, and he's quoting now from the Rambam. He doesn't say it directly, but he says, context, context. Do you just go in, a, in the middle of Kanisa and, and start telling, uh, telling the person about all of their wrongdoings? This is the worst thing you can do. <laughs> While other people are listening? It's the worst thing you can do. God forbid. So first, go number private, one, private. softly, yeah, privately. privately. Right? Most, me, most people I know, at least, they don't like yelling and they don't like being told something when people yell at them. So, number one, softly, with soft words. It's a beautiful pasuk in Mishle. A soft tongue can break a person's bones. And 
privately in a place where people don't see, in a place where people don't know. So he doesn't get embarrassed. Yes, so he and then the Rambam writes, and we have to see, this really depends on the context. But if they're still not listening, they still don't care, right? They're still a rough and arrogant and stubborn person who is not willing to listen. Under certain contexts, under certain contexts, I should say, this is not something to always do, but under certain contexts, publicly do it. Oh. Publicly shame him. It's something that yeah. is yeah. It's something to do with okay. the kela. Again, it's a, yeah, it is, yeah. Uh, Again, every person of ours deserves for the first time or at the beginning to be told privately without, without anybody else knowing about it or without anybody else hearing about it. But if they're still not listening in certain contexts or in certain places, in public, in front of them, let him be embarrassed. Let them be embarrassed over their actions. Ar haka. Until what point? He says, until they hate you. Wow. Until they hit you and they say, stop, I'm not listening. At that point, you discharge your obligation to rebuke and to tell. And even if you, you didn't necessarily accomplish your goals, um, you can still receive a reward from Hashem that you tried. Right? You tried to help them. Right? Of course, also, you try to help them means that you try to help them. Some people, you know, they just have their own agenda that it, it you know, it feels good to me to tell other people what to do. <laughs> That's not the mitzvah of Hochacha. They, 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 they know yeah, better. They know the, better than the, everybody. The, the mitzvah of rebuke is not for me to fulfill my ego that I know better and I can tell everybody else what to do. Mitzvah of Hochacha is to really think about a person and what's best for them and how to help them out. And I'm trying to help you out. For your situation. Is a prison word for that, no? Is it? Is that what Riyasat is? Is it? Okay. I don't know. I'm not familiar. So, mitzvah. Next I think one. so. I think no, so. No, no. Yes? 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 Another no, mitzvah. Uh, if, if anybody on the recording knows, please let us know. Mitzvah al nisha yodea edudah haveiro it's a mitzvah if somebody knows testimony for his friend that they should testify on their behalf in court um, to help the judges come out with uh, the true judgment, to come out with an honest judgment. That a judge or any court, if they want to be able to make a good decision, they need to have all the facts. Correct. And they need to have all of the evidence. So a person should say, oh, what am I going to do? It's not going to make a difference. I shouldn't go... Yeah, according to the, the Rambam writes this, the Rambam writes this is a mitzvah, it's a mitzvah in the Torah. We're talking about mitzvot with a person's speech. So it, this is not Lashon Hara, to go and no. testify right. to the judges in court, to go and testify to the judges and give them information that will help them decide and adjudicate um, on a case. It's a mitzvah in the Torah. That's not Lashon Hara. So the, the judges need to have the facts and they need to have the, the evidence. In order to be able to what judge. About, what if it's your best friend? It becomes sometimes, you know, it's a very difficult yeah, to, Or so it's your family, something. Of course, uh, it's very... And if if the person has questions, cases. I would say speak to a, speak to a rabbi okay. or speak to a rabbi on a case-to-case basis. But we're talking in a general sense. Yes. In a general sense, to go to court and to testify and to be a witness, to say, I know these facts. I saw these facts. I can share with the judges this information uh, for them to know is a mitzvah. So it's a mitzvah for a person to, to say. And in the same way, anything that a person can say in order to help and assist his friend, whether it's for his, to help your friend financially, 
Right, to, to help yes. your friend in business, yes. to help his body, to help him physically, yes, you know, for doctor. for their health, to yes. you know help connect give them, them with, connect them, them with the, the right doctors, doctors the right, uh, the right connect clients, them with how to right. get insurance, how to be connected to the right places. Right, Ben Lenafsho, whether to help his soul, right, help him connect him to the right minyan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> eight oh five minyan. <laughs> Little plug for the eight oh five minyan. Now connect the rabbi said that I didn't say that. <laughs> Just, just uh, to go by, go to, to yeah, Mr. Adam. So, yeah. so connect them with the right minyana, connect them with the right shi'or, right? Pele right? right? You know, <laughs> that which will, <laughs> that which will help them. Ben or whether it's to help alleviate their stress or alleviate the, the suffering of their soul. And part of this is we're talking about a mitzvah with speech. It's a mitzvah to share good news with somebody. Hmm? News that happiness. Will, happiness. happiness. News that news that will make a person smile and put a smile on their happiness. face. It's a mitzvah to share with them. And also on this, or if a person knows that you know your friend or another individual, uh, they're on a path to get themselves in trouble. There, they're on a path and you say, listen, I love you so much and I'm only telling this because I love you. Do what you want with the information. But if you continue doing this, you're going to have a problem. You're going to have a problem. You're going to continue doing this. Let me tell you about this and this person that I knew. That they had this experience. That they had this exact experience and they had, the, and they had this exact trouble. So I'm here to tell you this Gui- out of love. Guidance, out of guidance, the right guidance. So, to give him good advice, to give him helpful advice, to not fall in the, in the wrong path. Then, you know, you, you want to get yourself in this kind of business, or you want to get yourself in this, you should know these are the troubles that, <coughs> that lie ahead of you. These are the challenges that lie ahead of you. So, <coughs> to the extent that you know, and with honesty, and of course, to help him with the intention of actually sure, helping sure. him. And part of this is to console and to comfort any person that is going through a difficult time or any person who is suffering. Uh, that's the most, most, most and on the other hand, when there's a chatan and kala, or a person to, who's going through a joyous time, you have to a person, celebrate. A person has a simcha, a person has a, 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 a baby born, a person has a good occasion, to be happy for them and to celebrate with them. It's a mitzvah. The Rambam includes all of this, by the way, in the Avtal Reacha Kamocha. Right? Wow. One of the few times the Rambam mentions the Avtal Reacha Kamocha. So, towards the end of Halachot uh, Avel, the Rambam writes to comfort a mourner or any person that's going through a difficult time, to console them and to, to be there for them, to show your support. Right? And if there's a person who's going through a good time, on the flip side, right? they're going there, the Chatan and Kala. It's a mitzvah to attend the wedding and bring them joy. Not not to attend the wedding and to stay on the side by the bar and, and, you have and, to go in the and, and drink dance. the entire night. To go in the middle and to dance with them. Wow. <laughs> to bring them simcha. How come? How come? It's a mitzvah. It is a mitzvah, a fulfillment of You should love your fellow like yourself. If you were going through that kind of a time, you would want them to be there for you also. Right? So you should love your fellow the way you love yourself. And with that, if there's a poor person who comes to you, to give them encouragement. 
right? Your words can have a supreme effect yes. in, in helping a person who's going through financially a difficult time. To give them, don't worry, you're going to get through it. It's going to be Very okay. Very Here, important. Let me give you advice. Do this, this, and that. You'll be able to get yourself back on your feet. Some people, whenever they go through a difficult financial period, what happens? Their family or their friends, their husbands, their wives, whatever, they just yell at them. Oh, you're such a fool. How, how, why did you do that? You know, only only, uh, only a uh, low intelligence person would, would, would have done such a thing. Is that helping them? Is it helping them to, to hear that? And instead, you can spin it in a very different way and say, don't worry about it. What happened, happened. This now, is what, now, 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 here's what you have to do. Now, here's what you should do, Geba. And you can do it. And Bezrat Hashem, Hashem should be with you. It's very important. It makes such a difference. And you can make such a difference in a person's life. And furthermore, to go visit the sick. It doesn't cost any money, by the way. Hmm? Saying doesn't cost any money. Yeah, no, it doesn't cost you any money. It's free. It doesn't cost you any money, but it's free mitzvot with a person's mouth. Free mitzvot that a person can do with his lips. And also, if somebody is ill, if somebody is sick, to go visit them, to go see them, it, it can change their lives. It, you're sharing, their lives. You're sharing with uh, them. The Gemara says when a person visits the sick, you remove one sixtieth of their illness from them. You remove a little bit of the illness from them. And, and there are actually studies that, that were done that, that they find this to be true, that in a general sense, um, and they have percentages to this that, uh, that the sick uh, during Corona is a very difficult time, but the, the, the patients that they have, visitors, they have, uh, they have family visiting them, they have people around them visiting them, they do much better, they live longer, have an easier time uh, getting better than the patients that are left alone at the hospital and they have nobody. They have two reasons for it. Number one, it gives them emotional strength, psychological that somebody is there for them. But the second reason is there's somebody always to talk to the doctors. Uh, the, the doctors always see there's, you know, there's somebody around, somebody checking right, doctors them. Is the, the, the doctors so, have to be more on their yeah, toes. Somebody, They're more somebody, on their toes. And also they, they're watching them. And, and also they keep telling them, come, come, come check them, come check them, tell the nurse, come check them, come see. And Baruch Hashem, in a general sense, the Masharis, this mitzvah is very good. Are, they're very, very on top of them. It's a praise and a shevach for the, uh, for the Mashari community. And in a general sense, when somebody is sick, there's always somebody visiting them. They're always the family um, is visiting them and does their, their very best to be with them. We have to continue this. This is one thing. Um, it's a tremendous praise for the Mashari community. Sometimes you go to the hospital and really it, so it breaks your heart yes, when you see yes. patients that don't have somebody. When you see around somebody that uh, nobody just left alone and uh, who knows if from time to time the doctor comes and sees them and how they check them and what they do and what they don't do. But Bikur Cholim, Bikur Cholim, it's an incredible mitzvah to, to visit those who are sick. Right? And to pray for them. Right? To pray for the sick. To pray for any person who's going through a difficult time. Pray for them. Right? And anytime I do a mitzvah, to mention them. Right? Is that just like we're learning to we're learning Torah? Right? Mention them. We're thinking about you. We're doing a mitzvah in your honor. So this is a 200, 200 old <laughs> <Yeah>. old <minute. laughs> <laughs> 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 
When a person passes away, to eulogize them, to speak about them, to speak about their good qualities. And every person has some good quality that a person can find, that you can speak about, and that you could say. And Rav Chaim always tells the joke that there was a guy in Yerushalayim that used to joke, he said, any person you want I can find, I can, uh, I can say something good about them. So he says, what do you mean this person is, I can point to you someone who's the biggest Rasha in the world, not involved in the community at all, completely separated, lives completely secular, lives the life of a Goy. He basically lives the life of a Goy without anything Jewish in how are you going to say a eulogy for him? How are you going to say a eulogy? He says, I can say a eulogy for him. He says, this person was such a tzaddik, he never spoke in Kanisa during the prayers. And along with that, will Hasim Shalom ben Adam to bring peace between man and his friend, between a husband and wife, when a person sees them going through a difficult time, um, to be there to bring shalom, to bring shalom bayit. We talk about shalom bayit. This is shalom bayit. The mitzvah that a person does to bring peace between community members, to bring peace between family members, to bring peace between a husband and wife and parents and their children. It's, a, it's an eternal mitzvah. It's an eternal mitzvah for generations. For generations a person makes a difference. Be the first to say hello to every person. See somebody? Every person deserves a hello. The Gemara says, Even the Goy, even the Goy in, in the marketplace that a person saw, say, say hello to them. And ask about them. How are you doing? How's everything? Are you doing well? Is everything fine? And not to be nosy. Not to be a nosy person, doesn't mean to be nosy, but just to be a person who cares, a person who likes people and, and is interested to see people that, that they're happy and that their life is good. Anything a person does to help his friend to be in a better place and to be in a happier place, the mitzvah Our using our words in that kind of a way is a mitzvah and brings joy not just to the people around him, but brings joy to Hashem that people care about each other, that Hashem's children care about each other. We wish everybody Shabbat Shalom, have a wonderful Shabbat, and we'll continue next week.